some of those with insight will fall in order to refine the people and to purify and cleanse them until the time of the end. Daniel 11.35a This week's episode continues the series entitled The Lord's Present Move with speaking from Brother Minoru Chen on living a life only for God's purpose and not seeking anything for ourselves. This meeting was held in October of 2010 in Irvine, California. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. But tonight, coming here, I was seeking the Lord on what we should cover. Actually, there was some fellowship before this time as to the burden. So the general burden was quite clear. But I'm talking about the specific burden. So about 5.30 or 6, I begin to have some feeling. I don't know where that came from. The some feeling came. And I remember the verses in Daniel 11. You know Daniel 11, huh? Okay. Let me read to you because most of you didn't bring the Old Testament, but let me read it to you. This is chapter is um, uh, half, uh, it is a prophecy by Daniel of what will happen um, in those, the years leading to the Lord's coming. Um, specifically to this evil person or leader called Antiochus Epiphanes, who is a type of the Antichrist in the last week of the 17 weeks at the end of this age. All right? I, I assume that you all have some idea of what I'm talking about. And part of this chapter is a prediction or prophecy of what will happen with the, uh, with the Jewish people in relation to this, this type of the Antichrist, this leader. And the other half of this chapter actually predicts further to the ultimate Antichrist. That is the man of lawlessness that is to appear to come at the end of this age. He's not even here yet, as far as we know. But yet, they are two. They, they are, one is a type, the other is the fulfillment. And Daniel 11 covers both of them. And the story was this, that Daniel spoke by the inspiration of the Spirit to predict what will happen. And that is this Antiochus Epiphanes, who was a descendant of uh, the four generals from Alexander the Great. You know Alexander the Great, who spread, who, who took over the known world, um, who was one of the, um, um, he is the uh, uh, part of that human image. Am I right? You have Babylon as the head, am I correct? You have also the uh, arms and shoulders, am I correct? 
that is the uh, Medo-Persia, the Persian kingdom. This is a picture of the human government in Daniel. Then you have the abdomen, I believe so. Am I right? That is a picture of the uh, Grecian Empire under Alexander the Great. Then you have the, the thighs. That is what? The Roman, no, no. Then the legs that are the Roman Empire eventually become East and Western Roman Empire. And that Roman Empire actually lasts until today. Lasts until today. Today, in a very good sense, we're still in that Roman Empire. And the coming of the Antichrist, this last Antichrist, will be what? Will be to restore that Roman Empire. Now, after Alexander the, the Great died very young, he had four generals, and they split and became sort of four kingdoms in four places, you know, the known world at the time. And this person is a descendant of one of them, and by that time, there is a sort of a kingdom, sort of a country, right? And the Jewish land, Palestine, the Jews became a kind of a protectorate, you see, of that kind of kingdom. And this uh, this uh, leader, this Antiochus Epiphanes, um, through a series of situations, came and invaded Jerusalem and desolated Jerusalem. And particularly, he, because he was Greek, you know, they're, 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 they're the Greek descent, they, in those days, they tried their best to spread the Greek culture. They call Hellenization. Uh, they turned everything into the Greek culture. And they, he did everything to Hellenize the Jews. And in order to do that, he would have to stop the priesthood, stop anyone from being circumcised, uh, stop the Sabbath day, and he actually came and desecrated the inner the temple, the inner temple, by uh, uh, even putting a pig, a pig, a, 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 a female pig, on. Uh, which is, which is a no-no, right, for the Jews, right, uh, as an offering, and even erected an altar on top of the bronze altar as an altar to Zeus, you know, one of these Greek gods. And he just desecrated the temple in that way. So that's why he's a picture of, of the Antichrist to come who will do the same thing or more. Okay, so, but then there were some Jews, some Jews, and eventually there was one who is called Judas Maccabee, this very famous Jew, who read this portion that I'm going to read to you, these verses, and was strengthened to rise up with an army. doing guerrilla warfare, you know, to rebel against that 
and eventually defeated this person, defeated this army, and came back to Jerusalem and cleansed the temple, restored the priesthood, restored all the sacrifices and all these Jewish things. And that, that lasted, right, until the time when the Roman Empire rose up to come in and take over for a period of time for less than 200 years. Less than 200 years. The the Jews had a kind of nation where they were able to carry out, you know, the commandments and the law and and all of those things. That that is the, the, the background, the story here. These writings of Daniel became a great encouragement to the Maccabees. Eventually, these people are called the Maccabees. Right? They are this kind of a ragtag dissident army <laughs> that fought against this, you know, uh, and they won. Now, I like to read these verses and I will say a few words about them. I only will choose certain lines. In verse 32, he says, but the people, referring to these Maccabees, right? God's people, but the people who know their God will show strength and take action. That was the word too that stirred up the Maccabees, that encouraged the Maccabees to no end. Against the odds, the impossibilities, they rose up on behalf of the Jewish nation and on behalf of God, so to speak, to fight. And in verse 33, it says, and those with insight, and if you read the note, it will say those who teach, the teachers of the people, that's the Jews, among the people will cause the many to understand. I like this. They will teach the law again. Of course, this is the Old Testament. They will teach people concerning God and God's law again and cause people to understand because that knowledge was gone, was repressed, was faded, was faded away. So that that is another line. Of course, it says, yet they will fall by the sword and by the flames, meaning many will be martyred and killed as a result of, of their work. Verse 35, and some of those with insight will fall, right? Okay, now listen, this is the line. In order to refine the people and to purify and cleanse them until the time of the end, for the end is still at the appointed time. This is the last sentence the last verse that covers that part of the history. Beyond this, it's covering the end days. So, I'd like you to pay attention to this. In order to refine the people and to purify and cleanse them until the time of the end. Now, listen. 
in the 60s, 1960s, I was a young boy, came to this country to study. And by that time, I had fallen in love with the ministry. All right? So I read Brother Nee. And Brother Lee did not have as many books in English, but he had quite a few books, mostly from the 50s in Chinese. So I can read Chinese. So I read those books. And there was a little magazine that comes out, a periodical, called the Ministry of the Word. Uh, it's, it's a monthly magazine, like this. And that would have more, the more current messages by Brother Lee. And I subscribed to that. And that became kind of my lifeline, because I was not in the church life in the beginning in this country. I, every time when that little thin book comes with a few messages, I just like, you know, devoured it. I just devoured it in, in, in one sitting. And I will reread it, and I, I just absorbed it. And today, as this verse came to me, I recall, suddenly the recall came back. That there was one message given by Brother Lee in the mid-60s. You know, Brother Lee went back to Taiwan in the mid-60s to deal with a certain turmoil situation there. And he gave a lot of messages there. And I, I don't know if all of them end up in his collected works today, I, I presume. But I still have not seen this particular message. Maybe it's a later year. I don't rem quite remember. But there was here it was, this one message that I could never, never forget. The Chinese is using these verses. It has, it's a, you know, the Chinese is very poetic, you know. They, they, four words matches four words like that. And, and that title, it was a word spoken to co-workers, not to general saints, to co-workers. The first four words means, is these words, purified and cleansed. But in the original, not original, I shouldn't say, in King James, and I have not checked King James, you can do that, I think that word on purify is the word made white. Made white. But it is, the meaning is, is purify here, okay? But anyway, purif purified and cleansed is the first four words. The second four words... Show strength and take action. I can never, never, brothers and sisters, forget that message. I never heard it. I only read it. And I don't know how many times I read it. I, I will say this for the sake of the Chinese. Some Chinese here. Sorry, huh? 清净洁白,刚强开拓. Those eight words. So, you agree, that's the right translation. Purified and cleansed on this end. Show strength and take action on this end. And brothers and sisters, even though at that time, I wasn't really clear about the Lord's recovery. I don't have that full vision to be truthful about the Lord's recovery. But such a word, such a word 
given by our brother as an exhortation to the co-workers after a turmoil, after a terrible, almost 10-year turmoil. Yeah, around that time. Caught my heart. Caught my heart. I read that and read that and read that. And at the end, I say, Lord, make me this. Make me this. I will be no less than this. That, That was it. Lord, do what is necessary to refine me and cleanse me so that I would be one who would show strength and take action for your interest on the earth. That was the, that was the message. Why, refi- and why refi- purified and cleansed? Because the background was a turmoil in Taiwan. Many of the top co-workers, young co-workers, most promising co-workers, were all thrown off. Swallowed up by their pride and ambition. Became divisive. Damaging the Lord's recovery. Wounding Brother Lee's heart very much. Because Brother Lee saved many of them personally. And perfected them and assigned them into the Lord's work. Many of you don't know. Maybe all of you don't know what I'm talking about. I know. (laughs) I heard this and I studied this. So, Brother Lee, probably in his painful heart, spoke a frank word to the remaining co-workers. In the last days, he said, there will be a lot more things happening. A lot more environment. A lot more negative things. All kinds of things. The Antichrist will come. Even as John the Apostle predicted, Right? The Antichrist, even many Antichrists will come to do what? To do what? Let me tell you, among other things, to refine the Lord's believers. To purify them and cleanse them. Oh, I tell you, if I find that, maybe I will translate it and you can read it. He spent much time in that message. And I haven't read it for decades. I'm just recalling of you need your motive refined. You need your heart cleansed. You need your intentions purified. So that you're in God's work. You're in the Lord's church for no impure reasons. Nothing for your self-interest. Nothing for yourself. A pure heart. Nothing for your kingdom. Nothing for your future. There's no future here. There's no work here. There's no name. There's no fame here. There's nothing here for you, co-workers. Nothing except the Lord's interest. So you need to be refined. And all kinds of things will rise up just to refine you. You know, I look back in my life, I don't know about Tom, all these years. On the one hand, all the experiences we had, 
was for our growth in life. That's one side. But I tell you, I can say, testify the same way, all the experiences was to refine us. Because we're still alloyed. We still have mixture. We're still holding something for ourselves. We still hiddenly plan for, you know, selfish things. So, there will be those who would not pass through this process successfully. Indeed, we have seen this in the Lord's recovery, even decades after Brother Lee gave that message. We have several turmoils. The refining process is ever continuing in the Lord's recovery. Refining, cleansing, making us white, purifying. Oh, you don't know how much just this word, this message, push me, shoves me, into the Lord's presence to deal with him about my heart. How old was I? You guess, how old was I when I read this message? I was around 17. 18. Somewhere around there. So, I don't just don't buy it that, oh, we're still too young. Oh, we, 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 we're not capable. No, no. No, I don't buy that. I I really don't buy that. As young as a teenager, should the Lord visit you with his word, I tell you, the dealing begins. And it hasn't stopped. I don't mean it's over. But the dealing began. How, after all these years, I testify. I treasure those dealings. I'm thankful for the Lord not dropping me. Not just casting me aside. And he's still refining me. Isn't that a mercy? He could have just forget about you. Some people say, I wish the Lord won't deal with you. I say, Lord, please don't stop dealing with me. It's two different kind of prayers. Facing one thing. Depends on your view. To me, if the Lord stops stop his work on me, I'm done. I'm over. I might as well really, really dig a hole. There's no, no reason to live anymore. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.com.